Coming up, everyone, we are going to talk about the rest of the Halloween Horror Nights houses that we haven't talked about yet, as well as uh, number, order, order, I guess it would be, uh, what houses we think will be worst all the way to the best. So that's coming up live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. This is the Universal Edition of the Disney is episode 96 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Let the experts at Dreams Unlimited Travel help you plan the perfect Universal or Orlando vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams, and today I'm joined alongside by Rhino Clavin. Hello. Who is very upset because he just found out that... Well, I'm upset because I didn't know sooner. I'm not upset because it happened. You started out like I hated it, but I had no clue that the other Wachowski sibling had a gender reassignment surgery as well. Um, and so my mind's a little blown right now because for me, they were the siblings until now they're the sisters. So I, 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 I'm a big fan of their work and I, I'm upset at myself more than anything else for not having known this had happened. The things we talk about right before we go live. <laughs> and then, of course, back on the controls, Oliver Green. Hello. Did you like how I cut you off ever so slightly with the music to start off with? Sorry yeah. about that, Craig. I apologize. No, it's fine. Excuse oh, me. bless Sorry. you. Sorry. I couldn't. I tried to signal, but it wasn't happening. <laughs> no, no, good. Bless you. You need blessed because we are getting spooky today. <laughs> Talking about demons. Dean? Dragons. Dark magic. I don't know what else. I don't think we'll actually cover any of that stuff. Sailors. But we are going to talk about Halloween Horror Nights 26. Yes, we are going to go over the full list of everything that's happening. Of course, as I said in the opening, not the ones that we already talked about before. We're just going to leave those ones uh, rest in peace. And we will talk about the ones that we haven't yet discussed and then list them off in order what we think. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. But before we get to that... Do we have any housekeeping today? Okay, it happened in March of this year. I don't feel that bad for not being aware of it. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's my housekeeping. That's your housekeeping. Yeah. Hmm. That's good. I don't, I don't have any housekeeping at all, though. Oh, well, I, gotta, I, I do have housekeeping. Thank you for asking, Craig. Oh, okay. Appreciate it. Um, so just earlier, uh, last week, I believe last week we were teased that we would know more information about this upcoming uh, 2017's A Celebration of Harry Potter. And just before we started the show at uh, noon today, they uh, they came out with information about it. Not not a ton of information, obviously. Like, there's no celebrities listed, anything like that. Um, dates are the last weekend in January, just like they have been the past couple of years, January 27th to the 29th. Uh, from the looks of it, uh, right now they really just put out all the new vacation packages that are available to go with it. The uh, premium ones that uh, include special perks to it. Um, and I could be wrong. I don't feel like this is like last year's, but they believe they've now added this year a premium vacation package that includes an exclusive autograph and photo session with select film talent. Oh, I don't remember that from last year. I don't either. I don't know that there was moments when you could meet them could you i maybe there was a photo session i don't or maybe there was an autograph session but not a photo session i don't remember i just i know two years ago there definitely wasn't because that's whenever pete wanted us to uh wanted us to do that event with one of the vacation packages and it, I don't remember he, if there was yeah if there was that in there we would have definitely won it because he would have had it I, I want to say that there was an autograph session but maybe not photo maybe it was I, I don't pay attention enough to it um, 
But yeah, they have a couple different options for pay- vacation packages this year. A premium vacation package, as I said before, that has stuff like the autograph photo session, the uh, an evening reception at the Harry Potter Expo, an evening reception inside the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, uh, Shutton Butters, Shutter Buttons Photography <laughs> Studio <laughs> session, um, and then guaranteed seating to all the panels and anything you want to attend. Whereas the next one, the the celebration vacation package uh, doesn't have that photo and autograph session, but it still has a talent Q&A session. It has the uh, the evening in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, but not the one inside the expo. You get the special access. You get special access to the panels, but not guaranteed seating. It's still first come, first serve. And uh, there's a celebration vacation package, just like that one, but for annual pass holders, too, uh, for for anyone out there because these vacation packages actually come with not just the hotel stays but also park to park tickets too i wonder so. if they'll try and get eddie um i doubt it from fantastic beasts if they'll get eddie redmayne oh of course not no i'm, I'm sure they'll get somebody from that movie though once fantastic beasts come out november november yeah. yeah i mean it would it would make sense for them to try to do that but it would have made more sense i guess to have done it this last one no, because they weren't gonna. They didn't really have any details out at that point. They just did the the one event that I went to. They basically showed the behind the scenes yeah. video that they made for it, and that was kind of it. So, I mean, based on the fact that they did that, I think it is safe to say that Fantastic Beasts will have some sort of present. But I, I mean, the thing that we don't really know about the movie because it hasn't come out yet is. I, I don't I don't see the marquee stars being there. I don't see Eddie Redmayne being there. Mm-hmm. I don't even see the, the the guy that plays the the uncle on Goldberg's yeah. being there. I forget his name from Balls of Fury. <laughs> yeah. I love that that's where you know him from. Balls of Fury. Oh he's on he was on Hannibal for a couple episodes too, and I was always like, Why is this guy in this show? This that doesn't make any sense. This guy is a joke. Now correct me if I'm wrong. Balls of Fury, that was the one where Christopher Ping Pong. Christopher Walken was yeah. like a shellman. Yeah, he was ping like pong. the 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 yeah. That's why he goes ping pong. Yes. <laughs> but I, I don't see Colin Farrell showing up. I don't well, see not good. I don't see Ron Perlman showing up. Um, Ron Perlman is not in Fantastic Beasts. Somewhere he to is. Find them. He Ron is. Perlman. Yeah. Hellboy. Yeah. I'm looking at the cast Colin right now. Farrell. You know who else is in it? John that I'm really excited about showing up. Ezra Miller. Yeah. Ezra Miller. She, he's doing the Flash. He's not, he's not showing up around. either. Um, it's I I just don't. So we don't know who... Maybe nobody, then. We we don't know who the kind of, like, the lower-end stars. And I don't want to say it in that way, because that sounds mean. The, but, the second build. Yeah. First, first build is... And, and, and you can be a major star and be a second build person, I guess, too, but... Yeah. I, I mean, that. then again, they've done crazier things before. They've they've gotten... Um, they've gotten Michael... What's Gambin? his name? Yeah, Michael Gambin to come to the event before. So crazier things Did, have did Daniel ever come? Uh, Daniel Radcliffe the first came. One? No, never for celebration of Harry Potter. Just for the he opening. came for the grand opening of uh, Hogsmeade, but he what didn't show Hermione? up. Uh, only for the opening mm. of uh, Hogsmeade. They didn't show up at Diagon Alley. At Diagon Alley, it was only um, it was I mean, I Hagrid, Warwick Davis. Well, Robbie um, Coltrane's kind of a big. Robbie Coltrane, yeah. Um, I mean, he's not that big. I guess he's kind of like when you're when you're older too, I mean, and you're not doing person. as many things anymore. Too, you mean you know? Ro- Robbie Coltrane from the movie Gooby from uh, Goldeneye from Gooby? I don't know what. That Look is. it up. <laughs> Look it up. I always know him as the guy who hates James Bond, and he's yeah. in Goldeneye and Tomorrow Never Dies. Er, the world is not enough. I think is the other one he's in. We'll see how it is this year. Of course, we'll be there covering it as we have in years past. It'll be fun to have a British person there this year to to send off and yeah. Who's that? What's that? Who? You better start reading them Harry Potter books. Yeah, I I well, yeah, I've seen the films. That's good enough, right? Uh, oh, you are going to send people into a frenzy right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, just please please read the books too. I know you are illiterate, but it's okay. You'll get, be able to get. You there. know what? Do the books on tape. They're they're just yeah. as good as the books. Oh, thank they're you. actually a whole different experience. Yeah. 
I'm, yeah, I've done yeah. both. I, I love a good audio book. I, I can we get can do it that. during our commutes. Yeah, James, James Fry. James yes. Fry does the British ones, right? Is that his name? James Fry. Stephen. The, Stephen, Stephen Fry. Stephen Fry. Yeah, I'm you sorry. How dare he's a British treasure? Well, you. then you should be listening to his body of work. I should. You're right. He's wonderful. He is. I, uh, well, we'll we'll have more coverage on that later on, and of course, we'll update you as celebrity guests are announced and events and panels for that. Um, you know, v I, for Vendetta, just to bring it all the way around. <laughs> I might be a little excited for it this year, just because I took last year off, with the exception of going to the one Q and A session that night, and um, you know, so hopefully, I I got refreshed on it because after doing the same thing for a couple years in a row there. It was starting to get very old. So yeah. I don't know how much longer this event will have legs without doing something drastically different. You know, I understand how stuff like like LeakyCon continues to go on because the the cosplay level is just... Well, they a, don't have that set up, and now yeah. that sort of thing isn't embraced anymore. You know, you're not really allowed to wear... Like, you can wear the robes and stuff, but it's not embraced in theme parks. It's embraced at the conventions, for sure. It, it's all, it is embraced in the theme parks to an extent during that event. However, they still have to be careful... And there are other rules to go around it, but it's it's beyond that. It's just it's not having the outside vendors and people who want to do memorabilia and collections stuff like that. It's only limited to licensed. Like if Warner Brothers wants to show up and show off what they have going on, if Pottermore does, uh, if Scholastic does. So it's just yeah. it's not. It lacks the charm of an actual convention. It's just yeah. not fully there on it, but. We will have coverage on that later. I don't want to waste any more time on that because we've got a lot to talk about with Halloween Horror Nights. Yes, we do. So um, I think we should go ahead and kick it off and talk about, before we get to the original houses, as we last left off, we had talked about on this show uh, The Exorcist. We talked about Krampus. We talked about Halloween, Hell Comes to Haddonfield. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and The Walking Dead. Well, we had one more, um, one more intellectual property house to mm-hmm. announce that we were waiting on Universal to announce. I know at one point in time we were kind of, especially me, I was leaning on it's going to be The Purge, um, as you know there was rumblings that if they had another situation last year like they did with the the potential Scream House that. Everything didn't go right. What that was they'd supposed have to, to be the Scream House. It was the Purge House. It was the Purge. Jeez, yeah, the Purge is the fallback, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's easy, they, to, easy to do. You just have those masks that you put on people, and they just run around murdering everybody. And they own it, so oh, it's, so it's, they don't really it's have universal to worry about distributed, it. so they don't have to worry about it. Um, and they already had the rights for Hollywood again this year, so oh, that wasn't cool. that wasn't a big deal, but. Uh, Halloween Horror Nights came through big time because I know a ton of people who are excited about this, and that's, of course, American Horror Story. Yeah, I'm super excited. Um, it sounded really sarcastic. I am really excited for this house. And uh, Of course, I, I am. for people who don't know what American Horror Story is, it's an anthology-style show that is done on uh, FX. the FX network. And that's not Fox with a letter drop. Well, it is Fox with the O missing, but complete different network. It's not a spelling typo. They can say bad words on that network. They've been around enough that people should know what FX is at this point. I mean, think about all the good shows that were on FX. Always Sunny in Philadelphia, uh, Res- Rescue Me, uh, Nip Tuck. Was that FX? No, it was FX. I mean, new, you had it all different. The new X-Men were, show yeah. is going to be on FX as well. It looks pretty good. Yeah, a lot of good stuff on there. But for uh, to, and then to explain what an anthology show is, that's, uh, that's whenever it's not a single continuous running What's that, idea. What's that HBO with show the with the detectives? That's True Detective. True Detec- um, you know, yeah. They, it's a, the same theme, but it's kind of like different. It could be a completely different cast, but nobody's playing the same thing again, usually. Exactly. However, they've recently started connecting the series together. Yes. And, it's uh, confusing. Yeah, so what they decided to do with it um, is kind of make the house also an anthology-style house in the way that they did last year with the 25 Years of Monsters and Mayhem house, where they took the best icons and put them all into one house with this. They chose three individual seasons. Of course, um, if you haven't written the story or read, sorry, not written the story. If you haven't read the story or you haven't uh, paid attention to anything that's been happening on social media over the past days and theme parks world, um, it's going to focus on season one, which was murder house 
season four, which was Freak Show, and then season five, which is Hotel. And, uh, you know, I've watched bits and pieces of American Horror Story. Um, I try. I think I came in, I guess, on a bad season because the one I really tried to get into was Coven. Now, before I, that's I watched debate, yeah, whether and, it's bad or not, because some people love that one, and some people, I, I, I think it's, it's, it is what it is. I don't think it's like the other ones for sure. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is it's good, but it's good in its own right. All the other seasons kind of match and have the same feel. That was the yeah. one that was slightly different. So I'd start from that the one's beginning. Definitely or, not, not to speak ill of it. Like that one was had a very uh, more than one running thread where it, like that one was like female empowerment series because it was basically all female in yeah. that series and. Um, the other series more of jumbled up. I watched, I think, the first three episodes of it, and I, just, I genuinely and very I well liked it. I all. just it wasn't enough to keep me. It wasn't um, like as messed up as it. the other ones are. The yeah. other ones are messed up. Yeah. Like there'll be there'll be parts that you get to, and you're like, that's messed up. This one was more like delving into the witchcraft, and it, and it wasn't bad. It was just different. Uh, I like Freak Show the best, and apparently that's like universally. The, uh, people think that one's the worst, but I thought that one was like one of the best ones, other oh, than no. the first season. I think I, I really enjoyed the last season, Hotel, which I know you've not seen yet. Um, yeah, yeah, I've only seen the first episode. It made me so uncomfortable. I couldn't. I like needed this break I've had, and now I've got to watch it before the new season starts. Yeah, I think the interesting thing as well with the house is they're actually choosing three i can't remember whether you've said this or not yeah, the three separate series you are and yeah the series they picked a very very good series so well I, i'm gonna be to interested it. how they unite these three because they are murder house season one and then freak show four and then hotel five yeah they're all very distinctly different places but i mean they did a great job of doing that with the 25 years of monster and mayhem house yeah, last year it was we were Basically, at sea. We weren't at sea. Yeah, every yeah. room you walked into was a complete different theme, but you never, you never felt weird about it well, at all in that house. Well, those three have very distinct like entrances, like yeah. the the murder house. Then the freak show was like the outdoor carnival that you have to walk through the mouth of the thing, and then the the um, hotel. You know, they're all. That's what I mean. They're distinct, different. Yeah. I guess like entities of a building that so, uh, that I'll be interested to see how they if we go in and out of things. Mm, that's know? what I was literally just about to ask. So I've I've actually even though I've been going to Universal for years, I've only ever been to Halloween Horror Nights a handful of times, and I can't recall ever going through a house that sat out. Oh, maybe I can a year or two ago sat outside, but I have been through houses in the past at Bush Gardens that are sat outside. So I'm wondering if that's how they're going to separate it. So you'll start inside. Walking dead sometimes is. Go outside. Oh, okay. It, it, like, it's not necessarily outside, but it, it doesn't have a roof sometimes. Like there's been... Uh, oh, you're talking about the old um, whenever you would be in disaster queue for those houses. Yeah, because part of the queue was the ha- part of the house. Yeah, right? but it, that's... no. Of course, that's all down for construction with Fast and Furious. Yeah. So that is not going to be an area this year. Um, I... Yeah. But so I mean, like, that, you, you go... It is sometimes... Like, okay, so the Halloween house years ago, when you were walking up in the queue, you were walking up to the front yes. of a house. And you, then and then the same with Insidious. And then... But then the the one that was inside that was Christmas time, we went yeah. in and it was snowing inside exactly. of the building. No, I, yeah. I know what you're talking I think there is – Oliver meant specifically outside. So like uh, back home at my uh, home theme park, Kennywood, they didn't have any any houses inside buildings. Every yeah. house was literally outside. Oh, okay. All outside. Yeah. So, Sorry to confuse things. That's yeah. literally what I meant. Like no. it's an actual outside. No, it like an indoor, in outdoors. Outdoor. So if it starts raining, what happens? Uh, that yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of situation. No, I. but in a soundstage, if that's where they choose to do American Horror Story, I think it is big enough that they can literally leave a location and then still have enough room to establish a brand new location. Like what you're referring to is yeah. like kind of how last year with um, – uh, with how you started off the Freddy versus Jason house, yeah, like, I, that's true. Because we did, like we that. did go into Elm Street was the entrance, yes. and then we ended up. I that's remember then we came outside for. and we're yep. at the camp. Yeah, that's what I would love to. I loved that exactly because that for me is part of the transportive yep. things that Halloween Horror Nights can do to you, where it feels like you're in the movie because there is scenes in the movie where that happens. You know, I am. Uh, I, I'm actually very excited to go and finally watch all of these. Uh, you're going to watch episodes. them all. Before yeah, you I'm going to. I'm not going to watch all. Only You're just going to watch one, four, and five. Yeah, yeah. I don't have enough time to well, get them all terrible. done. 
Um, so if I did, if I can really like get behind it and binge and well, you know, Pete has gone on vacation, so we'll, we'll see what happens. The uh, first one's I the best. I still think the more. first one's like the best one. Yeah. I, I'm very, very excited to get through them. Uh, and, and I like the potential that it brings. I could have, I, I know I read at least a couple sites that were predicting that this was going to happen, that they were going to take only a couple seasons and put them together. I, I would have thought in their best interest to uh, make this stretch this partnership out for a couple of years that they would have just done one house at a time, um, kind of like they did with Walking Dead. But, you know, they're, they're choosing yeah, to do it this way. Maybe but, they'll see how it plays, and then maybe we'll see it again next year. But Yeah, it, but, well, that's a, a couple people are expecting that this is, this is a big deal. This is a big... This is a big uh, a grab, so they're not going to just do it this one year. So, some people are predicting that next year will be two, uh, two, three, and six. Others are predicting maybe just two or three, and then hmm. uh, six or just six, depending on how that one goes. And then adopting more of that Walking Dead style, where we're going to do a house based on the past season. Um, yeah, it's there's there's lots of options, but. Uh, the one thing that I think is universally agreed on, if we can find something to kind of not push out the Walking Dead, but uh, maybe maybe start Come to on, get on the start to man, send right? it to the to greener pastures, and that would be great because um, zombies are just while the show is still active and engaging, it just it it doesn't add anything to the experience because yeah. because because they don't use they don't have actors who play like it's not like oh there's Rick. Oh, there's whatever. It's just allusion to those characters. I, I feel like for me, it's just kind of like, all right, I get it. Come on, you can dress up a set to look like The Walking Dead, yeah. and it's just people with zombie makeup. Yeah. And like, zombies just do something new as themselves. They are a slow moving group yeah. of horror icons. It's just there's nothing scary to me about a zombie. But I guess that's just me. I know Kylie's terrified of them. Are you trying to hey, say t- that you think zombies are dead? Uh... <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> So we know you both are very excited about American Horror Story. Hopefully yes. I can join the bandwagon sometime. You, I'm telling you, you'll watch it. Jessica Lange is going to be what pulls you in, and she mm. will not let you go. That act, She is a phenomenal actress, and that show was, is going to be the crowning like achievement of her career for sure. Excellent. Well, why don't we go over now the original content that is coming to Halloween Horror Nights this year? Mm-hmm. Shall we? Yeah, we shall. We shall. Okay, well, the first one we'll go with was a house that we knew was coming anyways. Uh, because whenever they revealed that Chance was going to be the official icon of Halloween Horror Nights, uh, they also put somewhere in the finer print uh, that there would be a house and a scare zone for Chance as well, too. That's a lot. And so we now know what those are. So the house in particular is Lunatic's Playground 3D. You won't stand a chance. So... I was kind of shocked about this because, yeah, we did know a little bit about what this house would be like before that we knew it would be uh, that Chance was locked away for everything that happened last year mm-hmm. with um, the, the carnival um, and all the people that they killed and that where the carnage returns. That was the end of the story. And then this picks up right after that was over. She's in jail. Jack is gone M-I-A. right now. and. And she's just kind of rotting away and going more and more crazy. So this 3D house is going to be back and forth between reality and then uh, what's what's in her mind. I'm going to pose a question here. Yes, sir. Do you think they're using Chance so heavily, not only because, like, they really enjoyed the Jack character, you know, having the 25th anniversary. I'm wondering if it has anything to do with, like, the hope that Suicide Squad was going to be more popular because I feel like Harley Quinn, like the icon of Harley Quinn, has been in the media nonstop for the last since MegaCon, uh, MegaCon since Comic Con last year. That they were like, well, we could capitalize on that too with that whole Harley Quinn. I personally, I don't think that's the case. Um, you know, over the years since Halloween Horror Nights has been choosing icons to to represent the event, uh, they they've just never they've never done chance before they've done all of them and again i'm not an expert on halloween horror nights i've said it many times in the past i i know a lot about the years that i've gone to mm-hmm. the event but i didn't start going until 21 yeah um so i am by no means an expert on everything that happened the years before only from what i know uh we it's will just... be having an expert on this year 
So a special guest will be either coming here to help us or Skyping in that I'm still lining up all the details. You don't. Surprise to me. You don't. Mm. You don't. He knows who he is because we've been chatting back and forth about it. But uh, Are you, have you actually managed to secure Jack the Clown to come on the show? Nah, nah, God, I don't. Nah. I've, I've had my photo with Jack the Clown. He's actually so. very nice if you're one of his maniacs. But they, they have featured Jack. They've featured you know uh the director caretaker all mm. of that but chance has never got her time to shine so this is the year i like the idea of the that. continuing story though too yeah and kind of I'll, I'll be honest i as much as i do love jack the clown and everything that i got to see last year i was one of the people who actually did enjoy the carnage returns um i i loved watching that show i know it wasn't for everyone for me it yeah. it was that kitschy not scary but just kitschy funny type of show out there um it's like a a 90s you'd see it on fox in the 90s late at night kind of yeah um yeah yeah, i i totally you know that that vibe i'm talking about yeah yeah tales from the crypt that's right um but i i enjoyed chance i thought she was the best part of that show so for me i think and i think she impressed a lot of people like that her character is so great I, I think it walked away knowing they walked away knowing that they had to feature Chance more, uh, just based on how great of a job uh, she did last year. So, um, as for her getting put in the three D house, that's that's iffy for me because uh, you know I, I have a love hate relationship with the three D houses. Usually, I generally hate them. However, last year I started to appreciate the. Uh, the asylum in Wonderland House. As the event went on, uh, I started yeah, appreciating it more for the one. little details and less about what actual scares were in there. But uh, I mean, just because it is chance in the whole premise behind it, I feel like this one might have a little promise. Well, it depends. It. Like it sounds like what they're going to do is have the effects, the 3D effects, almost like a strobe light. So yeah. as you go in, they're going to turn on and shut off. And so it's going to be kind of like they're going to present her uh, surreal reality you know, in 3D, and then it shuts off and you're in the rubber room, you know. And and that could be an interesting use of the technology. Yeah. Like, if, if that's the case, and it's not just neon paint, I almost said a bad word, neon paint everywhere um, that just glows a little bit, you know. Yeah. No, so I, I will still do it. Because I do everything multiple times. Gosh, that house in Wonderland many, many House, years. entrance to that house. Remember trying how hard it was to just walk down that one little bridge to get in there? Because yeah. you're wearing the glasses and they're using this the twirling effect. Yeah. And you're just it literally overtakes your body where you're like, I feel like I'm falling. Yeah. And it was really hard to walk across. Even if the you're not wearing the glasses. That yeah. effect, that carnival effect crazy. is still always so effective. Mm-hmm. Um, the next house we'll talk about, original concept. Tomb of the Ancients, and uh, this is being described as a very claustrophobic house. Uh, it'll explore cultural mythologies from South America, Asia, and Egypt. Um, and some of the creatures that they describe being in there will be um, an amut that will have the face of a crocodile and the mane and paws of a lion. Yeah, um, and the artwork from this, it just it looks almost like a weird blend of indiana jones with revenge of the mummy and mm. i feel like the creatures are going to be so crazy and weird inside it that uh it will also have that weird feel to it i think this one might have some promise to it well we'll see where i put it in my list mm. yes we will see where you put it on your list in the last one or original house this one i might be most excited I'm for excited i don't for know this one, yeah. ghost town the curse of lightning gulch um and this is this one is uh, a, a Western house, uh, if you couldn't tell from Ghost Town. But guess what? There's going to be ghosts, too. It's all about the gold rush and yeah. the, the people that died there. And you get to go through a saloon. Yeah, when lightning strikes, the curse of Lightning Gulch comes to life and the ghostly town appears. These doomed souls who once went to search for gold found death and destruction. And now they seek others to join them. It, it kind of reminds me of, like, in Ghostbusters 2 when the Scolari brothers show up, you know, and there's all the, like, electricity coming yeah. off them. Or in the new Ghostbusters, there was an electricity ghost. Like, I like the idea of maybe they're going to do a cool effect yeah. like that in there. And I also love Westerns, so. Yeah. No, 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 so do I. So do I. Um, so I, I think this one has promise just for that. Yeah. Um, but uh, who knows? It could Simple be but scary. Wrong Simple because but scary. Because ghosts are really... You know, part of me thinks it's just going to be a person with a, a white blanket over them running around going, boo, boo, boo. What is this, Beetlejuice? 
Boo. <laughs> you know the same. I got are you rock. saying boo or are you saying boo urns? Boo, boo. I was saying boo urns. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's one of my favorites. <laughs> I was saying boo. I was saying boo urns. So that is it for the original houses. Uh, let's go over the the scare zones just very briefly, if we shall. Um, we shall. Survive or Die, which we know is going to be in the New York area of the park, um, because decorations have already started going up for it. it really? It's weird calling them decorations. I mean, it's set pieces, it sounds really, like in Christmas general. time's coming up. Um, but yeah, on. no, I went on Monday night to do a vlog that everyone should go watch. I think I, I think it's highly enjoyable where I went to mm. meet Kubo and <laughs> see where Kubo was. But then I was also on the hunt for HHN decorations, and literally the next day, they start putting out tons of stuff for Halloween Horror Nights. So um, I'll I'll probably be back at some point tomorrow or Saturday to, to check out some updates to it, see what else is in there. But again, Survivor Die, that will be in the New York section of the park. And basically, I guess it's the end of the world. And it's the world's kind of split up into three different factions. One has a uh, a machine that provides clean air that the other two factions are trying to secure mm-hmm. and get. And so they are recruiting people to come and help them for that or task. Eating you or, or they'll kill you. Yeah. Um, and then we also have Dead Man's Wharf. And that one, of course, has to be in the San Francisco area There's of the no park where there yeah. is a wharf. And a strange fog rolls into a village, and the lost souls of fishermen from a missing fishing vessel will seek to punish the town that left them. And I, something about it doesn't even have to be like scary as long as it's like Gorton's fishermen out there wearing the yellow slickers and there's lots of fog and they're like pushing fish sticks on you that's good enough for me uh (laughs) this one can be fun uh perhaps the best one might be we'll find out whenever we go over our list but vamp 1955 uh it's hollywood high hollywood high school's 1955 homecoming parade uh where everyone's vampires and we're the victims sounds like buffy also we'll have banshee's lair which uh, is a shoe-in for being in the Central Park walking path between Hollywood and Kid Zone. Yeah, and that one's going to have evil spirits and horrific creatures that it just in the woods. sounds like the theme they essentially have there every single yeah. year. Uh, and then that is, did I go over all five? Oh, and then a chance in hell. Sorry, that will be Chance's Scare Zone where uh, her... Uh, it's going to be based around her recruiting cellmates, and they're just going to be in the streets scaring. Um, be good for big fat guys wearing one pieces, I guess. Or night at Rhino's house. Am I right? No. <laughs> no. Okay. And then two shows we'll have this year, of course. Back as always, Bill and Ted's excellent Halloween adventure um, where we could almost spend a whole show just speculating on what what we think will make it into this Oh, I bet the pop star makes it in there. It's their movie. It's got to be in there. It, it could be. I mean, I, th- I think Stranger Things has been out oh, long yeah, enough to make it in at this point. There, yeah. um, I, I kind of hope that they're not afraid to touch Caitlyn Jenner this year. That sounds weird, well, saying that like that. But, um, you know, it's it just going... I, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's been a weird year for you, Donald everything. Trump, I'm sure, is going to make an appearance in there, and Hillary Clinton. They're always oh, very course. political. They always have a president or a presidential yeah. candidate, whatever. Yeah. No, there's there's a lot of bizarre stuff to cover. I mean, even at this point now with all the Ryan Lochte mess that's happening with Rio, they might even still oh, try yeah. to sneak in yeah. a joke with that. Um, I'm sure Game of Thrones will be back. Again, we could we could literally go on and on and on about what might be in it this year. And who knows? Wayne Zielinski out there mowing the lawn. If we can't think of an episode to come up in the next couple of weeks, we'll probably end up doing that one. Uh, but then the other show, which I am just going to say now, that we're not going to rank the shows because I think it's a solid Bill and Ted would win. Yes. With this mm-hmm. next show being in a far second place, which will be, for the first time, Academy of Villains, House of Fear. And for those of you who don't know what Academy of Villains is, it's a damp dance <laughs> and specialty act troupe um, that is, I guess they're from California, and they were at, 
Halloween Horror Nights in Hollywood last year. I don't year. even remember them. I only remember the Jabberwockies. I watched a video and it, I was not impressed at all. Yeah. Do we know whereabouts they're going to be in the park? Because it's obviously Beetlejuice is not available. The yeah, well, then, so they didn't use Beetlejuice either last year. Beetlejuice oh, was with the Rocky so, Horror Picture yeah, Show. Yeah, last year they did um, They did the stage that they built for Night of Joy, or not Night of Joy there. Uh, Rock the Universe? Rock the Universe, thank you. The stage they built for Rock the Universe outside Mills that also then got redecorated for uh, okay. uh, the Carnage Returns. So assuming that they need a stage, I would say they will probably just use this one again. Um you know, I, I will never, I will never criticize anything before I see it. <laughs> Do it all the time, but um, Academy of Villains does not sound promising. And uh, then there's one other thing that we need to talk about in terms of HHN, and that's the new virtual reality experience. Oh yeah, that they're going to it be sounds like an adding escape to the room. event. Um, the repository. The, d- the suppository. That's what the, I wrote down, the suppository. <laughs> repository. Repository. So it's going to be a uh, an extra cost special. $50. Happening. Yeah, $49.99 plus tax. Uh, that right now it is available to purchase for annual pass holders on select Halloween Horror Nights nights. Um, and then Makes everyone sense. will be able to get it starting August 23rd. Um, and yeah, it doesn't start right at the beginning of the event. It doesn't actually kick off until September 29th. Interesting. And then it will be running through October 31st. But well, it sounds very involved. Yeah, it's uh, it's the way they are kind of putting it's highly thematic physical environment, interacting with real life characters, all while working in small teams to solve a dark mystery unfolding before them. Um, Using virtual reality too. Yeah, virtual- so it's like escape room VR. Like, they combined two of the big things this year, and we're, like, capitalizing on it. Yeah, Yeah. and this is kind of the next evolution in their stage. Every year, they kind of, at least for the years I've been going, they've been throwing in, like, the legendary truth towards the last couple weeks of the event that, uh, for the big, hardcore HHN fans, they really get involved in that. Um, And this kind of seems like the the final offshoot of everything that they've run with that. And and, uh, I, I don't know. I am... You know, we we talk about virtual reality a lot because Pete has everything virtual reality right now. And I I put it on once and it kind of made me sick. But yeah, I I can't not try it. You know, there's like roller coasters. And so I was just in California this last weekend and I I didn't go. My friends did to Six Flags Magic Mountain. And there is a virtual reality roller coaster there. But it is on an actual roller coaster. So you're actually moving while you're wearing the VR goggles i don't yeah. it just doesn't seem this is they've, they're doing it at more than that park as well there's parks in england that have adopted this and it just yeah. seems like such a fad i think it's going to be so like it's going to die so quickly and you're not going to see it again yeah. i'm i don't know vr it's just not impressed me so far as far as it goes with gaming very impressed yeah. using it in real life situations like a hhn um in parks generally i don't like it personally I, I I will reserve judgment. I will do it, and I will see how it goes over. But uh, yeah, I really don't. I don't know what to say about it at this point. It it sounds very interesting to me. I I do kind of hope that we all revolt against virtual reality one day and say, okay, we're going to get a little too close to the future as seen in Wall-E, and we've got to start stopping that now before it actually happens. And well, we're just all sitting in floating chairs. But uh, this isn't the type of show to. You know, try to figure out what's happening in the future of our world. This uh, isn't the Back to the Future show. We'll save that for Dispop. Dispop. Because that's all we got to talk about on there. Uh, but it is an option for Halloween Horror Nights fans. And I guess we should have started off the show, really. Oh, my God. We should have partnered. We should partner when we get closer to Halloween for Dispop. Because like, what we should do is like maybe go through the movies of the houses. And like we can talk about the movies on Dispop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That might be fun. That could be a fun Especially if you're going to watch American Horror Story. We could kind of do a whole episode dedicated to American Horror Story. Yeah. Oh, there's lots. There's lots of options. There we go. You just made my month easier. No, I I agree. And then we can also do a top five Halloween songs that we enjoy oh debated that would be fine yeah Yeah. i know what yours because there's lots i don't know what you're talking about what's what's my favorite one he loves the monster mash i 
Well, I was you, working Matt, in the you're lab. You're going to have to put the mic a bit closer there. <laughs> no, it's, no, I don't. doing it for me. YouTube's <laughs> going to get screwed up if we, if we start playing the Monster Mash. Uh, we don't, we don't want to do that. He loves this whole album, Sing it, sing honest. it. Just, you know, I will, I will not. Monster Mash. No, no I'm fine not doing that. Match. I just, I will find any reason to bring up Monster Mash. Uh, so, the Monster Mash. Let's, now that we talked about everything and we've talked about it for a long time, uh, let's go over a little bit more details on Halloween Horror Nights, and that's when does it start? It starts September 16th, and it will run Just all the way through October 31st. Uh, and, of course, only select nights. It's not an every night of the week type thing, so please don't ever go in expecting it. It's Fridays and Saturdays for the start. Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays for the start, and then adds on Thursday. And then as it gets closer to the event, it, uh, to Halloween, it adds on Wednesdays. Yeah. And then the, uh, the final week of halloween horror nights which is really just a sunday and a monday yeah um that's special because halloween falls on a monday this year um and there's you know going over the whole ticket process is is slightly complicated not super complicated but basically the point is you can add on to your if you have a day admission you can add on for only like 55 dollars and up depending on what night of the week you're going you can add on a ticket to your original uh to your original park pass that you have for the day. Is that new this um, year? Or they used to do that. They'd done that before. They, they always do that. Just Hollywood's doing that this year, and they didn't before. The, well, that's a special ticket that okay. they're doing this we year. We will not talk about that. Um, that we won't talk about, because I don't, I don't know if either of us will be lucky enough to get I'm, out there this year. Pff, fingers, fingers crossed. crossed. I'm hoping. Fingers I'm hoping crossed. like the first week in October, maybe. Um, but. Yeah, no. Fing, fingers crossed. Cool. Not expecting it but hoping that it ends up happening and uh then there's of course you can just buy a single ticket by itself uh for halloween horror nights if you're not going to the parks at all during the day and that's around i i don't know why i didn't bring up these prices and everything yeah you, you think that for doing a show on it i would have prepared a little Jeez. bit you think i would have Jeez, Louise. Um, i know the fast yeah. the 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 express passes are like 70 or yeah. 70 or 80 dollars The tickets start um yeah, tickets are one hundred four dollars and ninety nine cents, and then for you can also get their versions of annual passes for Halloween Horror Nights and specifically uh, for Halloween Horror Nights. And you have the first one, the base one. That's Rush of Fear. That's where you get every night for uh, essentially the first two weeks. That's ninety one ninety nine, uh, which really isn't that bad if you think about it. Because if you just go twice, you've kind of already paid for it. Yeah. Like, and honestly, l- this last year, I went like three, t- three or four times, maybe. Oh. I'll keep going through. Frequent Fear is all nights except Fridays and Saturdays. That's one hundred two ninety nine. Frequent Fear Plus is all nights except for Saturdays, except for the first Saturday. Sorry, blah. All Saturdays except for the first Saturday. That one's one hundred nineteen dollars. And then the Ultimate Frequent Fear Pass has every single night of the event, and that's one hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. And then, of course, you can add on Express to those two. Um, as well as for the event itself, uh, there is an option out there for anyone. I believe we will pretty much all of us will be doing probably the Frequent Fear Plus Pass this year, the $119 one, because it's a good deal and we'll get to go a lot. Yeah, that way, and then that way we can really get – because it's hard. That first initial go through the house, you're just kind of yeah. – you know the initial like i'm gonna get scared wherever they're at but as you get used to the environment like the surroundings like you know you're familiar with the house you can start to appreciate what's actually in exactly. it that's i will always say that this event is definitely worth more than one go around yeah no i i absolutely agree that's why i try to go three four times a week yeah if i can yeah the, the, I'm a busy the, man. after last year i would i would definitely that's how i would do it from now on unless you're unless you're like somewhere like you're, I guess if you're out of town, it's a different. It's it's a little harder to do yeah. that. But some people come in town just to do that. Yeah, no, it's it's worth it. And you can do vacation packages for people who don't want to worry about everything. That's kind of, you know, I can buy my ticket separately, book my hotel this way. If you want an an easy way to do it, they are offering vacation packages where everything's just bundled together: your park admission tickets, your HHN tickets, and your hotel. So there is that option. I do want to talk about just how much the Express Pass does cost. Um, like on the first night, for example, if you want express pass per person, it would be $79 and 99 cents. And the busiest night, it is $139 and 99 cents for express. So if you have a group of four that you're going with and everyone wants to add on express, 
I mean, you're talking serious extra money here, but uh, we've we've talked about it in the past before. It, These are the longest lines you'll see at this yeah, park it's, for it's, anything. It's, like it, it does not. It's not. The lines are worth the wait. However, I mean, almost every single house is going to have for a bare minimum. I would say like 30, 45 minute wait. Yeah. If, if you want to do everything, you pretty much need to yeah. have express unless you are even then, very good at like, planning yeah. on a very slow night. That's the only way you're going to get everything done. Um, and then if you uh, want to just say, hey, I don't want to pay for everyone's express. Let's just go crazy. You can do either an RIP tour or a private RIP tour. And uh, those, of course, are your tours with your tour guide that you get in Express on all the houses. And they walk you around everywhere. They make sure that you get to do everything. Uh, I know on the private one that starts at fifteen one thousand five hundred and ninety nine dollars for up to a group of 10. They will take you through everything, and then Wait, if so you how want much to, is that? one thousand what? One thousand five hundred ninety nine dollars. So fifteen hundred, like fifteen hundred. It could be one hundred sixty dollars per person if which you is, have all ten. Yeah, which is still, a, and that's and on that's, a slow night. That's a little bit less than the ticket and the fast pass, right? Or no? Ticket plus express, but then yeah. the experience as well. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. Well, Go ahead. because Sorry. it's you get extra, you get a commemorative yeah. lanyard and stuff like that so you okay. do get a little bit of extras with this as well um but i think the bigger thing is once you go through it everything once with them they will start taking you to whatever you want as well too if you want to skip mm. a house and say can i go back and do that one again they'll do that they work they work for you if you're in the group tours not the private ones uh they basically do everything once and then uh, I, I, they pretty much just then disperse after that. Uh-huh. That's because it takes them all the way to the end of the night yeah. to get everything done. Once you add in Bill and Ted as well, too. True, yeah. Um, and potty breaks, stuff like that. Uh, drink breaks. Make sure they're a group that you like. Exactly. That you're good traveling with, making decisions as a group. Yeah. So, and then for people who like other experiences that happen too. There's the behind the screams, uh, unmasking the horrors tours, where you can go during the Unmasking daytime. The Unmasking the horrors. Okay. Horrors. <laughs> horrors. Um, and so, yeah, you can – they have two different tours. They have uh, one that's in the morning, one in the afternoon, or you can do a combination one, and you can go and see inside the houses during the daytime. Uh, very popular. I've heard that one's really cool. I will be doing it this year. Oh, good. one of my adventures by Disney friends. Oh, nice. So, okay. Not inviting anyone else. <laughs> so, but I am very excited. So she was like – do you, what, I was thinking about doing this. I was like, are you going to do the one where you only see three houses, or are we going to do all six? She's like, I, I don't know. And I said, if we do six, I'll do it. Yeah. Well, I've heard I've heard great things about it last year. So it's it's one of those, like, that's the only way you're ever going to see it. And I love that kind of behind-the-scenes stuff. So I, I think it's totally worth it. And how much was the ticket for that? Uh, for the – I think I closed it out. It's like 75 if you do either the morning or afternoon. If you do the combo one, it's 120 so nice. I think doing the combo one to get a private tour through those houses, get told about some of the and secrets in them. Um, I, yeah. I think it, it's got to be worth it. Everyone I know that's ever done it, I haven't personally done it yet. This will be my first time. But everyone says it's completely worth it if you are a HHN nut. Do these um, often sell out as well, just out yes, of interest? Because you've really yes. you've hooked me. <laughs> they, they do sell out. Um, they also are bringing back the Scare Actor dining experience. Uh, this year that they started messing around with last year at the uh, Universal Classic Monsters Cafe. And that is happening basically every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday of the event for anyone who is interested. So that kind of takes us over all of the details of HHN this year. Uh, Maybe we'll do a beginner's guide to what you should do as we get closer to the How event to and we start to know more yeah all, all of that stuff going over well it's open at this point at this time uh talking about the stay in scream which we highly recommend where that's if you are in the park mm-hmm. before uh like four o'clock ish um they have certain setup zones all around there where if you have if you're in the park and you have your halloween horror nights admission ticket you can actually just hang out in the zones and uh, that's usually set up in a bar area, so you can start drinking right away, and you just wait till the park closes, get swept, and then once they're ready to start HHN, you usually get into the house about 30 minutes early, 
uh, multiple choices of house. So like last year, my favorite one was Finnegan's because that had early access to uh, Freddy versus Jason. And then you would pretty much come right outside of Freddy versus Jason. And, oh, gosh, what was the house that was right beside it? It was the – I don't remember. But I enjoyed that one. I also really liked um, doing the one over by Springfield mm-hmm. because, obviously, you had delicious stuff beer. And they were serving their Oktoberfest beer yeah. at the time. But that one, if you were really good, what you would do is you could go to Walking Dead first – the Walking Dead would drop you right back off in Kid Zone area. Then you would hit Insidious. Or no, then you would hit The Purge. And The Purge would drop you off right beside where the Insidious entrance is. And you'd be able to get all three of those houses done before park guests even get in the park for HHN. So stay in Scream. Do it. You got to. I know you didn't. I didn't do it. But no. you also didn't get a frequent fear pass last year, so you couldn't. No. No. I don't got money for that. This year. <laughs> This year, things will be different. Wasn't a full-time employee at that time. Either. We will be friends this year. I say we should. I'm not so, going to punch your wife this year either. Please don't. She I, would appreciate it if you don't. She jumped back on me, and my arms went up. Like I got scared, and my arm went up, and I hit her in her face by accident. And I felt felt pretty bad about she it. She must have known it was non-intentional because out of Kylie and you, I'd say she'd win yeah, in she a proper fight. So, uh... <laughs> she won't let me forget no. it. So yeah, she will never let you forget that. I will never forget <laughs> it either. That's just me, though. So let's end off with the fun part. We are going to rank the Scare Zones analysis based on what we predict we will think about them. So we're going to start with the Scare Zones at number five. Keep your brief answers to why you think they'll be in that place to one sentence or less. Mm -hmm. So, Rhino, what's your number five? A Chance in Hell. I feel like it's a continuation of the house. Like maybe she breaks out of her cell, the house, the 3D cell. That's the plot. Um, I do like the idea of continued storytelling, but again, I don't really like Chance, so okay. I'm not. It's not something I'm thrilled about. Oliver, that's all. yours? Um, mine is Banshee's Lair, and that's just because it's. I, I looked at them all in detail. The story just doesn't appeal to me as much as the other ones. I just don't think the Thebans is solid. It's not got a solid storyline. Yeah, my number five is actually. Um, is actually also Banshee's Lair. So, and not because I don't think it'll be pretty, and it's always great in that area, that Central Park area, if that's where it is going to be, where they fog it up heavy, and you have all these weird creatures in that foresty area. Uh, it's just, it's such a short scare zone always, and yeah. it gets congested, and people are always bumping into each other. It's almost, I, I wish that they could figure out a better way to make it more. Uh, make that just a less congested area. But that's why I am putting it on the bottom of my list. Number four, Rhino. That was my number four. Um, and it's just because it didn't really have a story. It's like what you said. Like it was, um, it would have been at the bottom if I didn't dislike Chance. Okay, Oliver. My number four is the Dead Man's Wharf. Um, I, there's no, you know, there's no like ghosts or monsters in there. There's nothing that seems particularly spooky i think it's going to be exactly what you said earlier craig it's going to be a lot of fishermen in yellow raincoats and galoshes poking fish at you so in comparison to what else there is to choose from it scores number four it's not that i don't think it's going to be bad it's just not going to be as good as the uh the other options yeah mine's actually survivor die and Uh, number four um it, it is a big area of the park and while i think it can be done like last year was great whenever they did uh purge right no, that was two years ago when it was the purge. That that year, it was done very well. Last year um, was, whatchamacallit, um, the town. Why the heck am I blanking on it right now? Oh, yeah, it was like the, um, the old fair, and they had like the, like, oh, the, the, the inmates were got out. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it, though. Uh, it's going to drive me nuts because I keep saying Haddonfield in my head over and over and over again, but... Of course, that's not it. Haddonfield is from Halloween House. Um, I'll think of it. But my number four, unless someone says it first, of course they won't. My number four is, yeah, Survivor Die. I already said Yeah. (laughs) Now I've got too many things on my mind. Um, And I can't think of Psychoscarapy. That was it. Uh, Yes. Yeah, it was the Halloween block party. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I thought they that had all the good. little special shows and stuff set yeah. up. I'm sure that's going to happen again in this one because it happened with the purge. It happened with that last year. Um, it, so there's there's a chance that it will do that. It's just such a big area. 
it's so spread out. I never feel like there's enough scares happening. Yeah. Um, so that's number four. Number three. I had Ryan. Dead Man's Wharf. Um, I actually I like I like um, with my experience with Halloween Horror Nights in Hollywood. I like when they take the already existing architecture of the theme park and they theme a scare zone to yeah. that. So I love the idea the fishermen are actually going to be at like a wharf. And in Hollywood, they did it where it was the Christmas scare zone was in the British area because there's a lot of snow there and so forth. Yeah. So I look forward Oliver? to that. Uh, my number um, three it is three now. It is three, yes. Is Survive or Die, yep. uh, your number four. Um, I'm actually quite looking forward to this. I like the idea that... I know I just said previously I didn't like the idea that it wasn't monsters, but this one I like the idea because the storyline's solid without monsters. It's going to be humans essentially attacking each other, and I think they're going to be able to like hide people, hide the actors, and blend them in with the crowds a lot more, so I think it's going to be very successful. Mm-hmm. Sounds very Purge-esque to yep. me, so we'll see. This one, for me, was tough. I ended up putting a chance in hell just because... Uh, it's either going to be just the way I've calculated in my head and other people have. It's either going to be in the section between Despicable Me and Shrek, or it is going to be over by the exit of, um, it's going to be more by Springfield and then the exit of Men in Black where a couple of the houses come out over in that location. And I just think, because we, we know essentially where the other ones are going to be. We know where Survivor Die is going to be. We know where Dead Man Wharfs is going to be. We know where Vamp is. Uh, we know where Banshee's Lair is, just based on the descriptions and what we've known about HHN in the past. So this one has to be in one of those two sections, and I think it just suffers from being put in bad areas. Mm-hmm. Um, and neither of those areas are ever good, in my opinion. So uh, despite it may be good, um, I just I think what it's going to provide in scares is going to be counterbalanced by the location they're in. So number two, I put survivor die for number two solely on the fact that it makes it sound like they're going to do an effect where, cause they're saying if this one group has a machine that cleans the air, what I think they're going to do is fog the area up like crazy. And then they're going to have an effect that uh, like a tornado effect or something like yeah. that. So that's what I'm hoping for. Mm. Oliver. Number two is Vamp 1955. Um, I'm sure I've mentioned it before on the show. Huge Buffy the Vampire Slayer um, fan. So in in my head, that's what they're all going to look like. They're going to have that same makeup on and they're going to be running at you. I just like vampires generally. They're my favorite monsters. Werewolves all the way. No, vampires all the way. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Mine is uh, Dead Man's Wharf. Uh, this mm-hmm. was because it, it will be in that San Francisco area. And uh, last year, my favorite scare zone, yeah. I think, by the end of it was the classic monster where it was just the the location was great. It never got too backed up and congested. And it was one of those things you just wanted to sit back and watch everything happening. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be the same for this one. I, I know it's not going to be Gordon's Fisherman as much as I want it to. Mm-hmm. Just walking around saying, like, eat it. Eat the fish sticks. <laughs> eat the halibut but um i I think with all the fog that's going to roll in that area i think it's just going to be very uh it's going to be very ominous yeah and my so my number one on that note is the vamp 1955 because i i also am a big buffy fan but i love the 50s and i think it'll be great to see this like homecoming parade of monsters all ripped apart and Mm. i just i'm 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 interested to see what that one looks like Yep, my number one is A Chance in Hell, which is uh, funny because it's Rhino's number five. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm looking forward to this because I, I've always like I've always followed Halloween Horror Nights. Always been a huge fan of Jack the Clown, um, and I like that this is almost like a you know it's connected. It's not the same, but it's connected. I think she's going to do a good job with it. I think it's the characters. Um, storyline to ruin at the minute because i think people are gonna eat this up right now Mm, including me well mine of course i agree with rhino on this one vamp all the way yeah Uh, something about 1955 and vampires and all of it it just it's people running around in bloody poodle skirts i really i really (laughs) hope it's like roller skating (laughs) like very if you take everything from mel's diner and you just stick it outside just kind of like that i just in my head, it's some kind of hybrid between Greece, um, Back to the Future, when they go Back to the yeah. Future, and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And if it's not all of those, I'm going to be so disappointed. Well, and then they, I mean, it's it's the homecoming parade for Hollywood High School. And I know there's an In-N-Out Burger just a block away from there. So I'm hoping they find a way to incorporate that too. But <laughs> Like maybe they'll serve it to us? God, I, don't I, think they, I don't think we'll be lucky for that. I would love that though. So let's go over our houses, nine through one. And again, I'm going to start 
with Rhino. Tomb of the Ancients is my number nine, solely because um, this the whole immortal beings have surfaced. Um, it sounded a little cooler after you gave the description of like these hybrid demons, but it sounds a little light on story and a little cliche. Mm. Okay, mm. Oliver. Just quickly, um, I've got ten written down for some reason. Like this, you ten houses. Probably Did included I take... the repository. Are we not including that? No, no if that's not a special add on. Moving on, um, mine's The Walking Dead number nine. I just think it's been done too much. I never took to the TV show, so it just doesn't appeal to me. I also agree. Uh, Walking Dead is my number nine. Uh, I know I put that in my list last year, and I ended up enjoying it a little bit as the event went on. But um, it's Walking Dead. I know it's going to be all of the seasons combined into one this year, which that might make it more exciting. I'm just not afraid of zombies. They've been done to death. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to say, um, so for my next one, I, I, all the original houses are in my bottom, only because I, I personally like being like going into the signature. I like that whole being in the movie. You're so. the reason why we can't have anything unique. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I like I like taking classic. <laughs> You're the reason why Frozen go. is in Norway. Universal Orlando is known <laughs> for making you be able to walk into movies. I don't want your original stuff. Make an original movie and then put it in your park. Wow. Um, but so my number there are people eight out there is like wanting to murder you. Lunatics right now Playground that. 3D solely because the 3D houses don't usually sit very well with me. And again, I don't care for chance. But we'll see. It could be a turnaround if they do the 3D right. Okay. Mm. Oliver? Um, number eight, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Again, film was okay. Um, I just think it's going to be, it seems too obvious what they're going to do. It's just going to be a house with lots of chainsaws to me. Wow. Well, in a bizarre twist here, my number eight as well is Texas Chainsaw this Massacre. Is, it's getting strange. Yeah. As excited as I am for this house, you have to realize, whenever we say like top, uh, okay, we yeah. never walk through a house and really say, this was god-awful garbage. They're, they're, the only one that I'm legitimately not looking forward to walking through is the Lunatics one. Yeah. And that's solely because it's 3D. 3D the rest I like want to walk through. Yeah. You know, But in general, I will walk away saying every even the worst house was still good. Mm. But it's like going from, we're talking about what we think will be good to what we would think will be iconic yeah. Yeah. by the end of it. In Texas Chainsaw, I know it's going to be grotesque. I know it's going to be gritty. Um, but like zombies, chainsaws never bother me at the event. They're more of an annoying, loud nuisance yeah. than anything else. I know they scare the bejesus out of people. Um, I'm just not in that list. So that's why it falls down low for me. Well, so. my my next one is The Walking Dead, and I I do look forward to it just because they're m- putting all six seasons together. So it'll be interesting to walk from one, two, three, four, five, yeah. six. That's it. Hmm. Is it number oh, seven okay. now? I've got to roll on. Seven. I hear some thunder happening, and <laughs> we are getting seven. called thunder to shut everything off. Thunder is I literally just said we're being okay. told to um, shut everything off, so we need to finish. Tomb of the Ancients. Um, yeah, it just I, I like the look of it. Um, I think Universal have got some uh, good um, history with the mummy and theming the queue of the mummy, so they're going to do a nice job with that. But it's just... You know, it's like Craig said, I feel bad putting it so low on the list. It's not that I think it's going to be bad. I just think the other ones are better. So, Well, that's where mine falls in, unfortunately, because I haven't seen it yet. American Horror Story. Um, I just, if I don't get time to watch it, I know I'm not going to appreciate it as much. So I really need to get invested into it. Um, it's just, yeah, I need to put in the work on that. So that's why I have to put it there right now. Um, my number six is The Ghost Town, The Curse of the Lightning Gulch. I already said why I want to see it before. Lightning effects, and I like a Western. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, my number six is also Ghost Town for literally the same reasons. Big fan of Westerns. I think it, the theming is going to carry it a lot. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. See, where I am here, I'm at Lunatic's Playground. Because um, 3D houses are never high up on my list. Uh, Chance made this as high as it is right now in this case. Um, and I am I think the story seems to have a little promise to it. So uh, as long as the story translates well, I think the house could end up being a, a sleeper hit, maybe. Yeah. My number five is Halloween, Hell Comes to Haddonfield. I loved what they did in both Orlando and Hollywood with the um, Halloween franchise, so I look forward to seeing how this one will do the same. Um, strangely enough, number five for me is also Halloween. Uh, loved the films. I think it's going to do really well. Um, it's another one where it seems a bit obvious what they're going to do, but I think they'll do it well. So, Mine's Ghost Town. Um, I, I know I was a big proponent for Westerns, um, but it, again, as I kind of joked, I don't know how they will translate the ghosts well. Yeah. Um, and that's 
that's where I'm a little hesitant on that. I think it's going to be beautiful, but it's how they fit the people in. Yeah. It's worrying me. My next one is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I mean, it's there. We have a lot of iconic stuff coming this way, and so I look for. You know, I loved the American Werewolf in London one puppets, and but also I love walking through a movie like that. So I, I think this one's going to feel real creepy when you walk through that family room. Yep. Oliver, uh, number four is Lunatics Playground 3D. Um, I've never experienced a 3D house, so I'm kind of like I'm wondering if I've put it right on the list now after hearing what you two have got to say about it. But the storyline itself, I'm very much looking forward to because I like the whole Jack thing. Yeah. My number four is actually Halloween. Um, I'm right now. I am wearing my Halloween shirt, my Michael Myers head shirt. Uh, but the the problem why I have I don't have this one at number one is. Because Halloween 2 just isn't as iconic as Halloween 1 is. Yeah, I agree. Um, so while I will enjoy the scares, and I'm sure I'm going to enjoy being put back into that world of Halloween, it's just not going to be as iconic. Yeah. I, my number three is the American Horror Story, because I'm really looking forward to see how it all goes together. And I love American Horror Story, so... Mm, very good um, my number three is The Exorcist um, love the film I think there's so much they can do just thinking of all the iconic scenes from the film so um, I want to see those all incorporated in the house yeah. my number three is actually Tomb of the Ancients I think mm. it's going to be a surprise hit uh, among people uh, usually one of the original ones ends up being a fan favorite last year I mean it was really just Freddy versus Jason and uh well, Insidious too. Freddy versus Jason Insidious and then uh, Monsters and Mayhem that were all the fan favorites. I think this one's going to sneak up and surprise everyone. Uh, I think it's going to be very beautiful inside okay. that house, but terrifyingly frightening. My number two is The Exorcist. I am very – I love the film as well. I'm very curious to see how it's going to translate into a house. So it's up here solely on curiosity more than anything. Yeah. Number two for me is Krampus. Um, just, yeah, an amazing you know storyline to go with there. Very, very unique. I think it's going to be incredibly popular. I just hope that the house matches everyone's expectations. Yep. And mine, number two, is Krampus. I think it's going to be really? beautiful. Yeah. Oh, I know it's a surprise. surprise. <laughs> but I, you know, the movie's funny, goofy, and I think I will enjoy the house. But my number one, if you did the math, you know what my number one's last. I think it's going to be... The Exorcist? It's the Exorcist. Yeah, I guess I'll just get mine out of the way. My number one is Exorcist, and the reason why I think it is going to be like walking into Halloween was for that first time. Oh, that would be really cool. seeing that iconic transformation. Mine's so Krampus, mine. and we already have talked about why because of that awesome. I love the combo holiday thing yeah. mm-hmm. and, and my, the fun kitschy. Stuff. My Sorry. last, actually, you're good. <laughs> my last uh, one is the um, American Horror Story, just because I was a huge, huge fan of the TV series, and I think anyone that's enjoyed the TV series. Um, will yeah, will enjoy yeah. the house. You can see why they save this for last. So yeah. I, I really hope that Krampus surprises me and ends up being better than Exorcist, but I've got to give it to Exorcist right now just with okay. thinking about it. So that's our list. Hey, share us uh, your list, what you think will be the best to worst. Uh, we'd love to hear it, and you can do that on uh, Disboards, of course, or any of our social media pages, uh, Facebook, Twitter, all of it. You know you know where to find us at this point. If you don't, go to disunplug.com. That's where our show notes are, along with show notes for the rest of the shows and any important information that you actually need to know regarding the the universe of the Diz. So thank you, guys. This was a great conversation. This hour flew by. It went yeah. over an hour, actually, and not for once because we were just jerking no. around so <laughs> okay <laughs> so thank you guys and thank you to everyone who watched and listened out there make sure you're leaving us feedback thumbs up comments all that good stuff we love hearing it we love seeing it uh but thank you thank you so much and we will be back next week for another episode of the Diz unplugged universal edition as well as our resolutions and oh, sure. all that good stuff yeah.